0: With all of the jobs that have become available, and we are now facing the great resignation, the question is, for those that are currently still employed, am I at the right job? How do I know? And if I'm not, how do I transition out of the job or make the job better? Let's talk about it. It's
1: not always what you do; it's how you do it. Um, it's the attitude that you bring to work. It's the environment that you're in. Um, it's the um, people that you work with. Um, it sort of has to fit sort of where you are in life.
0: Greetings, leaders, and welcome to another episode of Leadership Is podcast, season two, episode thirty-seven. I am your host, Jason Muhammad, founder of JM Leadership Development, with my special guest, Ms. Beth Limmel. Beth is the founder of Lemel Employment Coaching in, in Asheville, North Carolina. Beth has proudly lived in Western North Carolina for 17 years, and when she's not assisting job seekers or making new connections in the world of business coaching, she can be found running, hiking, paddling the French Broad, or, or planning uh, the next travel adventure with her family. Beth has, uh, with limo Employment Coaching, she aims to integrate the notion of work, life balance, and the importance of having a job you don't need to recover from, but that complements and lifts you up as an individual. And that's what we're talking about today. Are you at the right job? Hey, welcome, Beth.
1: Hey, Jason. Thank you so much for having me. Thank you for that great intro. Appreciate it.
0: Absolutely. Yeah, thank you so much as well. So, besides what I just stated about you, you know, if you can tell our audience a little of you know who you are and what you do.
1: Yeah, yeah, I'd love to. Thank you again for having me. Um, Yeah, my name is Beth Lemel. Let's see. Um, Besides being a mother first to two amazing teenage girls, Um, I, you know, also. I, I forgot to mention in my bio that I am a soccer player, obviously very active, love living in these Blue Ridge Mountains, um, but on the, my work side, I am, uh, I am an entrepreneurial talent scout to one of the top business coaches in the region, um, and like you said, Jason, I am the founder of Lemel Employment Coaching, and so I am an employment coach. Um and what that means is that I work with individuals um, who are um, on somewhere in their employment journey or their career journey, they want to see some sort of change. Um, and so it might be that they have they're approaching their very first job. And unfortunately we don't have a whole lot of learning that takes place in schools these days. Um, as far as like how to write your resume, how to approach, you know, finding a job that's a really good fit for you, um, cover letter skills, interview skills, that kind of thing. So I work with people who are either new to that whole environment, or maybe they're, you know, liking where they're at currently, and um, but could see some sort of growth um, is needed. So maybe they want a promotion or are looking for. Um, a bump in their pay, um, or people who are just ready for a whole new scene. So, um, you know, maybe you have been working in the same job for a little while, you're realizing it's not a good fit for you anymore for no- any number of reasons, and you're ready to see what else is out there.
0: Yeah, very good. So, you know, often, uh, when I'm doing these uh, interviews with guests, you know, some guests really say some Uh, things that kind of make me uh, get off course or, you know, off script, in other words. Um, (laughs) And and so before we dive too deep into, because I really want to talk about, you know, what are some of the aspects of, you know, a bad job and, you know, what makes you feel like it's a bad job. And then how do you get out of it? What's the process to get out of it? So before we even go there, though, mm-hmm. uh, and you might, you know, somewhat integrate your your answer with this next question. Uh, is, is, why did you start this business?
1: Mm. Um, well, I, I started it because I love it. I love this work. So, um just a little bit of background, and you did mention this some in the beginning, but I worked in um, in mental health for years. So I come from a health background. I've studied health and wellness and um, public health sort of my whole student career. Um, and almost accidentally ended up in the mental health world, um, and really started working with people who are in recovery on trying to find their best fit job. Right. And, um, kind of immediately saw the impact that having meaningful and purposeful work made on individuals who are experiencing mental health challenges. And so I kind of quickly came to understand that having a job can impact the way that you view yourself in the world and having a job that suits you really well and that challenges you, makes you feel seen, um, can actually be a really good indicator for happiness and for personal satisfaction um, and so that was some that that was the the synergy that i saw while i was while i was working in in this recovery community um, and then the pandemic hit and so um because i was working in the healthcare setting people who were my clients at the time were sort of asked to hold back from going to work um, at the beginning of the pandemic so that they because we you know we obviously we didn't know so much about the virus and so the the safest way was to just ask people to stay stay in their homes um and that meant you know, that my job as an employment specialist, as the person that helped them find meaningful work was really put on hold. Um, And so it gave me an opportunity to sort of say, okay, I've been, you know, doing this for a while. What, you know, what else is next for me? And that's when I uh, jumped into the world of business coaching, which has also been extremely rewarding. I love working with business owners. Um, But at some point, like last winter, I, um, realized, you know, my kids are getting older. This pandemic's got everything slowed down. Right. I might actually have a little bit of extra time on my hands. And I miss my work as an employment coach. I actually really do love that work. Um, and so I just started reaching out to my community. Um, Asheville living here is so rewarding. And one of the things I love so much about it is this kind of tight knit community. And so um, I was able to kind of reach out to friends and um, even put, you know, do some things on Facebook and, and find people who um, were struggling with employment. Maybe they lost their job or they had to quit for some reason and they're yeah. trying to find something new. Um, and so I, I spent last winter, um, and some of the spring working with people pro bono. And I think it was just, it was just that answer that I, I always knew was there that i this work is really important to me. Um, I really love it and I'm pretty good at it. And so I just decided let's do it, you know? So LEMO Employment Coaching was born.
0: Very good. Very good. So now going back to what I was saying uh, there. um, So, you know, what, why does, why does the job become bad? You know, when you applied for the job, you went to the interview and you told them Mm -hmm. that you can start at this date, the pay scale was fine, but then all of a sudden, you know, it becomes a bad job. So Mm -hmm. what makes the job bad and how do you transition either uh, or, you know, from that, or how do you make it better again? Mm,
1: yeah, so that's such a good question. And it's and it's, um, it's the topic that I work within every day. And, you know, what I tell people a lot of times when I first start working with them and we're trying to figure out, okay, what direction are we going? What kind of job do you want? Um, is that two things. It's it's not always what you do. It's how you do it. Um it's the attitude that you bring to work. It's the environment that you're in. Um, It's the um, people that you work with. Um, It sort of has to fit sort of where you are in life. And number two is that, you know, sometimes, you know, even going back to number one, like, sometimes when you think about what kind of work do you want it doesn't necessarily just have to be you don't necessarily just have to think about what is the job that I'm good at but also like what are all the other aspects of work that make work satisfying Um, yeah do I really enjoy working in a team or am I just better like solo flying solo like give me a task and I and I'll get that done just don't bother me you you will love the result right so everybody works differently in that way what kind of like environment are you in is the lighting you know fluorescent bulbs and you're sitting in an office or are you outside moving around um, you know using your physicality um, or any other you know sort of environments that there are out there there's there's a trillion different different options um so things like that you know you could love the work like spend an entire you know career building towards some specific job that you just know is a really good fit for you and then end up not liking that job and it doesn't necessarily have to be um because that work isn't appropriate for you. Sometimes your boss just isn't, you just don't jive with them, you know? Wow. You don't see eye to eye with them.
0: Yeah, um, yeah. So,
1: you know, I think that there's a, a number of reasons that people might dislike or be dissatisfied in their jobs. Um, and, you know, I think we just kind of have to look at it in uh, from a, a bunch of different angles to really understand why it's different for everyone
0: so what is leadership's role in you know when you're saying about not jiving too much with the boss and what have you and one thing i've learned is that everything rises and falls on leadership Mm -hmm. so so looking at it from that perspective what do you think leadership could or should do uh to eliminate uh some of that that fight or flight you know, response in an employee.
1: Yeah, yeah. I mean, that's that's really important, right? Um. So yeah, leadership is. I'm so happy to be here with you talking about leadership. I mean, this is the the thing that you're you ha- are are choosing to um, spend your energy on in your life, and so I really feel honored to be even asked that question from you. Um, it's really uh. Leadership isn't necessarily something that I've ever really considered as a quality that I wanted to participate in or work within um, until like the last couple of years. And so I really am st- still st- sort of understanding um, and recognizing what, how leadership uh, fits into my life. But one yeah. of the things that I think um, is important aspect of leadership is the ability to teach others how we want to be treated, and so what I mean by this, and how I work with individuals um, who are wanting to accomplish more is, um, you know, they know that there's something in their professional life that's not aligning, and we work together to find the words to put on that resume, and to put in that cover letter, um, or to bring to an interview or a salary negotiation that. Sets a standard for what it is that this person is looking for in a position, in their pay, in their boss, in the quality of the organization or the business that they're um, that they're going to choose to land at. Yeah. And so, you know, I guess to say that by having boundaries and knowing what you are capable of, what they are capable, they're going they're going to attract a more quality employer. And if that employer isn't there yet, we've just helped them get there. So, you know, that's pretty cool, right? In this model of leadership, any level of employee can raise the bar for the entire organization. That's right. So just imagine if we had that level of confidence, you know, to approach
0: a potential
1: employer in this way, if everybody had it. We'd start yeah. a revolution.
0: That's right, <laughs> absolutely. It, it reminds me of, there's a doctor by the name of Dr. Nanette Minor, who is the, she's called uh, the training doctor. Mm. And she talks about that, you know, really from a leadership perspective is leadership from day one. It's, it's not a, some esoteric or some special group of people that receives this leadership development, but it's everyone that is hired and onboarded into this organization receives uh you know leadership development from day one and what that does is that increases their leadership bench so that if you know the baby boomers leaving now and then in 2025 you know over 75% of the workforce is going to be millennials and so mm-hmm. we got to look at what drives a millennial versus what drove a baby boomer and then what drives the second wave of millennials and And Jen, Jen, what is it? Jen wires that are coming next. (laughs) So, you know,
1: better than me,
0: my 13 year old does. (laughs) Yeah. So we have to look at, you know, what drives these generations of uh, next, next generation of employees, you know? Mm -hmm. Um, Yeah. So, um, yeah. So thank you uh, for talking about that. How how development is so important and really key from day one until day done, you know, Yeah, Yeah. how important it is. So with all that being said, though, however, what is your definition of leadership?
1: Yeah. Yeah. So like I said, this is, this is all, it's all sort of kind of coming together for me right now in my life, sort of understanding, like, how do I relate to that (laughs) word? Um, And I think what I, the, you know, how I view leadership is that it is the ability to see a need and approach it in a way that's confident, but also compassionate and with mm. humility. Um, I think that leaders need foresight and that they need drive and they also need restraint and good decision-making. Um, so they know when to hold back or to wait or to listen Um, so it's a, yeah, it's, it's sort of a complicated notion, isn't it?
0: (laughs) Yeah, it really is. And I've never heard anyone say that word. Like I've done, you know, a lot of podcasts and I've never heard anyone use the word restraint, you know? So what, what would make you use that word? Like that? I mean, and and it's Mm. a good word. It's a good word. Don't, don't get me wrong. It's a good word. It's an awesome word. And I, I have several thoughts about it myself, but what would cause you to use that word restraint
1: yeah well, i would love to know your thoughts on it too i <laughs>
0: uh,
1: that it's so funny that you're that you got caught on that word because i was i was thinking about it earlier and trying to really uncover what it was that i was um trying to say or trying to get out of this like sort of this definition of leadership and i think that what i've noticed in in the world that I'm living in, in my life, is that there isn't like when I the people that I choose to follow or to hold up or to um, you know understand as a mentor are people who know when to take pause and to let things sort of happen around them to to see what you know what comes of it. So restraint meaning like patience, like understanding where your role, what your role is, so that you can um, lead through that, and also understanding what your role isn't, so that you can allow others to um, to, to rise to their strengths.
0: Yeah, yeah, awesome. <laughs> yep, yeah, I, and I kind of figured as much It's the same, you know, it's really, uh you know for me and with that is restraining is is being patient
1: mm.
0: you know, yep it's being patient and it's allowing others to grow through what they go through you know so yeah. not to jump in there and try to save someone uh, from something but allowing them uh, you know enough room to not 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 just utterly destroy themselves, but, to, but you know, yeah. to learn from whatever it is that they're going through.
1: Let, let people make mistakes. Yeah. yeah that's yeah. how we grow. Absolutely.
0: Yeah. Totally Thank agree. you for that. So that was beautifully put. I appreciate that. Thank that, you. That, yeah. That enhanced it. So um, if you can give our audience three leadership tips. Yes.
1: All right. All right. <laughs> I've, I've, I've got a couple. Take yeah. them or leave them. Um, so I would say that my first is to be the leader that you want in your life. So lead by example. Um, sometimes we want to show our strength and our resilience so much that we forget that it's not always, uh, what we're looking for even in our own mentors. And so, um, sometimes it's an ear, Um, or for someone just to acknowledge us. And so, yeah, yeah, be that, be that leader that you're, that you're looking for.
0: Very good. Very good. Very good. Um, your second one,
1: number two, uh, ask questions. So I think the greatest leaders, um, you know, they don't get the respect by being out of touch. Right. Um, so keep the people around you as part of your process. So, um, Sometimes the way to get to the right next step is to ask the right question of the right person, and um I do teach this a lot in interview skills as well. Um, sometimes we want to go in there and we we just feel like we have to be our our the the greatest version of a potential employee, potential employee that, that this, um, organization might want. And we forget to ask questions. We forget to be, um, you know, show that we don't necessarily know everything. And I think that that is a huge leadership quality that sometimes gets, gets left out. Yes, ma'am.
0: Yes, ma'am. And what's what's your third
1: one? All right. Last one is, um, just to, Take on something new. Um, I don't think that, you know, life is static. It's obviously unexpected at times. It's dynamic. It's beautiful. It's difficult. And so we have to be willing to step out of our corner and out of our comfort zone and, um, and take leadership roles in that way. Um, and I think that the good news here is that a lot of times All that means is that you're like giving yourself permission to conquer a goal that you've been putting off for a long time. And that can be so rewarding. So take on something new.
0: Very good. Very good. You seem very, uh, well, I'm not going to say seem, you are very knowledgeable as it relates to uh, the employment uh, coaching field. And of course, we all have um, uh, you know, me, myself, uh, especially, uh, and, and included, we, you know, there's always room, uh, for improvement. There's always room for growing, but I'm just here to I let agree. you know that you sound excellent. You know, um, you, you know what you're talking about. So just keep pushing forward. In fact, you should have a podcast. You should have your own podcast. <laughs> Uh, you know um, so maybe
1: someday it. Jason we'll see I I appreciate being on this one and you know again <laughs> that that's my taking on something new this is stepping out of my comfort zone so
0: absolutely yeah so uh, if you can give our audience uh, I guess closing comments and uh, contact information if they wanted to mm-hmm. you know get your services uh, you know how can they do so
1: yeah absolutely Um, so yeah I just Obviously, wanna again, thank you for for inviting me, for having me on here. I'm so honored and um, also for like what you do every day and your role in boosting today's leaders and helping them find their proper place in the workplace. i've um, I've really enjoyed talking to you today, Jason. Thank you very much. Um, and for people out there who are thinking about doing something, Different on their career journey and uh, want to explore the idea of employment coaching, um, even if you're just curious, I would encourage you to reach out. And the best way to do that is to go to my website, bestfitemploymentcoaching.com. So that's bestfitemploymentcoaching.com. Um, there's some great info on there all of my contact information is on there. Uh, you can, in fact, book a time in for us to have a little chat over the phone. It's free. It's just exploratory, you know, like I said, just to find out more and we can determine if there is a good fit and if we want to move forward from there.
0: Very good, very good. Well, listen, it's definitely been a uh, a plumbing please and pleasure um, <laughs> having you uh, on uh, Le- Leadership Is podcast today. Um, so your three leadership tips were: be the leader or lead by example, ask questions, and take on something new. That is an excellent leadership perspective. And so, listen, uh, thank you so much for being. Thank our you, guest
1: Jason. Today. Yep. so appreciate it.
0: All right. You take care now.
1: All right. You too.
0: Thank you so much for listening to another episode of Leadership Is Podcast with my special guest, Beth Limmel of Limmel Employment Coaching. And she gave us three excellent leadership tips. Number one is to be the leader or lead by example. Number two, ask questions. And number three, take on something new. Very good. Very good. Very good. Listen, uh, here at JM Leadership Development, our primary focus is to assist your organization with building or filling your leadership bench by helping you to identify the proper leadership identifiers so that you can put the right cheeks in the right seats. Of course, research shows that 82% of the time, Uh, the wrong talent match is promoted into leadership positions. And so we would like to help to eliminate that as it does impact your organization in three ways. Number one, employee engagement. Number two, company culture. And of course, number three, is your bottom line or the financial impact. So if you can, please give us a call at 828-333-7234 or you can send us an email at jmleadershipconsulting at gmail.com. Unfortunately, our website is under construction at this time, but again, you can send me an email or you can give us a call. And once again, always remember, leadership is influence and service.